There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. Hey guys. Hey Jeremy. What's up? Hey. So, if if I were to ask you what's your worst Christmas gift that you've ever gotten? What's the first gift that comes to your mind? Mm. Frank. Oh man. Well, I had this girl that I was going out with in high school and like we were like, yo, we're going to get each other bags for for Christmas. So I was, you know, I was trying to bag her, right? So, I bought her a coach bag. And you know, that back then it was like two fifty, two seventy five, maybe three hundred dollars. I was like, I was in high school still. And Christmas time, she gave me a like, a, remember the Rockport like backpacks? Like she proposed like thirty bucks. And I was like, yo, I just spent like almost three hundred on you, and you bought and me. She didn't even get you a Jansport. Yeah, And then she wanted me to rock it all the time to school. I was like, man, get out of here, man. Uh. <laughs> Rachel. Sounds like a lot of baggage, Frank. <laughs> Well, you know what happens when, like, you express certainty and love for a gift that you got from somebody, then they give you the same shit every year? Well, I know you loved it so much last year. For a while there, I had somebody in my family that was giving me sunflowers, perfume. Y'all remember that bootleg perfume that, you know, if you could buy a perfume at Rite Aid, don't buy it, <laughs> Don't buy me no Rite Aid. You know what I'm saying? So I was getting sunflowers by Elizabeth Arden year after year after year after year. So that just became one of those gifts that I was like, I, right, I'm just gonna go in the medicine cabinet and stay there for seven years so it smells like caca. What about you, Jamie? Uh, I'm gonna return the Celine Dion uh, perfume that I bought you for Christmas this year. Then that I bought, I bought in CVS. Um, I'm gonna return the Rihanna one I have. Wow, I love her. The uh, my brother one time, you know, yo, I know you like movies, so he bought me a DVD of the 1999 film Idle Hands, <laughs> which is the most random movie. It's about a guy whose right hand is possessed by a demonic. Course, right? No, but that's Jessica Alba's debut. That's a, that that's was just story. that was the one thing that yeah. where I was like, who is who is this? Because Jessica right. Alba was like, you know, in her prime, prime right there. But um, yeah, it was just weird. It, had, it even had the blockbuster sticker on it. So I was like, yo, is, <laughs> do I have to return this shit, or did you just like not return? <laughs> it's just you just you just got it for me. You just left. You had it in your house. You didn't return it. And hey, yo, I can give this to my brother as a gift. So, um, you know, was it, did he rewind it at least? <laughs> he was not kind, and he did didn't not charge him two dollars. Yeah, yeah, the value in that gift is in the late fee. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thought that counts, though. It's the thought that. And Jerry, oh man, you know, my dear, one time 
She made me this vest and she sewed on like handmade ornaments. Ooh. Yeah, but she gave it to me like I got it on Christmas Eve and I had to wear it at Christmas Eve <laughs> and on New Year's for that year. And she was kind of expecting me to wear the new year. But you know, all I know is that those pictures, they're all burnt. Yo, why do I? I'm imagining you like you remember the Christmas story where the kid had to wear. Right. Yes. I'm Jerry in the bunny, bunny suit. The, your vest was the bunny suit. And you know what? I I was a chubby kid, and I was like, you know, I should have got an extra medium. Oh, mm. damn! Sweet. That is a very sad Christmas story. The Latinos Out Loud podcast. Hello, happy holiday, right? Isn't it that time of year? Hell yeah. 6.7 Light FM is blazing the Christmas joints right now, all day. I love it. Hi, it's the Holiday Latinos Out Loud podcast. Let's get in the spirit together here in podcast land. It's your jolly friend to the end, Rachel La Loca. Yo, it's Jay Ferns in the hizzy. Woo. That was so hip hop. Oh, it's, uh, I'm guest hosted today. It is me, Jerry D. Ed Modifoca. Hello, Hi. Jerry Diaz. It's Frank, a.k.a. Frank Spiracy. Frank. Yeah. Frank and Frank, Frank and Beans, Frank Spiracy. It's good to see you, fellas. Come hey. on. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, up? Jerry. Always a pleasure. You know what I'm saying? Always feels like home. Thank you. Always feels good to be around family, especially around this time of year. Mm-hmm. Right. Warm, right? It's like chestnuts roasting on an open fire. You can't go wrong. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm allergic I to chestnuts, it. but it's the idea of it's nice. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's what you're telling us. These chestnuts. These chestnuts in your mouth. Well, here we are, people. Uh, <laughs> um, speaking of things in my mouth, I got to hang out with one of our super fans, now friend, over the weekend. So shout out to Vanessa, who is the owner of Bud of Fly Treats. Bud of Fly Treats. Wait a minute. What is, is that what I think it is, Rachel? Jerry, it is. Mm. Yeah, it's a like, it's so genius. Like her logo is a high butterfly. Like it's just, it doesn't get more creative. Mm -hmm. So she infuses things and shout out to Vanessa because this is homegirl who like came to all of our live shows. And after the live show, will come right up to the tarima and bless us with a box of edible treats for the post, like as if we needed more of a post-show high. She right. was there yeah. to show up with those goodies. So I, love, I, I love, her. I love the term infuses things because it makes it so much, uh, is, it makes it very, uh, an official way of saying, puts weed into shit. <laughs> <laughs> back, back in the day, people used to lace things. <laughs> See, now. lace sounds more street, though. Be like, yeah, I just laced it. But infusing yeah, is like, I'm in the laboratory it. infusing things. Infusing. <laughs> yes. It's a chemical combustion. Yes. And it's where the atoms collide. And it's a chemical. Yes, it's a chemical difference. Absolutely. It's real. I watched Breaking Bad and I uh, learned a lot of chemistry from that show. But anyway, 
So yeah, she infuses this coquito. So check her out on Instagram at Bud a Fly Treat. So it's B-U-D, or just go to my page, Rachel Aloka, and you'll see my latest post. Very but cool. it was nice, and it also led to somewhat of a coquito confession to my mom. Oh, so what happened? I already like this. This is already sounds like a segment that we can Wait, do. Yeah. Coquito confessions, but that's another that's another story. <laughs> like taxi cab confessions. <laughs> but with coquito. I, well, I don't know if something's going on with the moons, Rach, but I, you know, not to jump on your story, but I kind of confessed to my mom too. Oh, I got, okay. We got to hear this. We got to talk about it. So here's where, where I slip up. Okay. I forgot that my Instagram stories are linked to my Facebook story. Uh-oh. So like whatever I post on Instagram, you also see on Facebook yes, where the viejos are, you know, where all my cousins and tias and everybody in DR is. And let me tell you something. They know how to look at the stories, okay? They know if they see the, like, green circle around my picture that there's, there's some shit. There's some shit to click on. So my mom saw me post a can of Coquito, and she's like, oh, your friend gave you Coquito. And so I kind of knew she already knew something because, you know, my mom's not stupid. So I told her. I said, yes, it's infused with cannabis. And she just gave me this very glazed look like, oh, <laughs> like, she didn't say much. <laughs> Just like a very simple, oh. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of like chiseled away a little at what I would like to tell her. I would like to tell her more when the time is right. And and I think maybe she can even benefit from this. But Jerry, tell me what happened in Wait, your situation. First of all, your mom would be the worst detective if she never even, <laughs> if she never even guessed that you might have done that. <laughs> What if I'm just really good, Jamie? What well, then, yeah, then you'd, be a great cro- then you'd be a great uh, crook. Well, maybe I'm in the wrong field, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's a thing out of respect, too. Like, you know, even though we're full-grown adults, you still want to show that respect to your parents and not necessarily throw these things in their face, especially things that they don't completely understand because right. that's a generational thing when it gets to that. And not only that, cultural. Like, because to my dad, it's like, you might as well have been saying, oh, you smoking that crack. That's you, you just smoking crack. <laughs> you understand? So it's away, like, you know, you know perfect or play that shit. You know? <laughs> so it was a, it's a cultural thing. So you don't do it in front of your parents and stuff like that. But they're also like, they not, they're also living in these modern times. They know what's going on. They see what's going on. They're not that dumb. And yeah, it became a thing like that. You know, my living situation changed a little bit. And then it was a thing where it's like, Hey, uh, and my mom was seeing certain things laying around. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm old enough. And I'd be like, you know, this and this, you know, kind of threw it out there to my mom. And she gave me the like, you know, listen, you're 40 years old. You can do what you want. You know, I'm not judging you. You know, and I was like, all right, now, nah, mom, I ain't even that serious. I'm not, you know, I'm not in putting needles in my arm or not. <laughs> you want some brownies? Let's hang out. You know what I'm but saying? But if I could so, get high faster that way, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would ever do weed in a needle. That's weird. Well, guys, I got a good question for you guys. Mm-hmm. If you guys are uh, uh, saying that it's okay, would you be okay with your kids eventually telling you that they uh, partake in, uh, in, uh, in, you know, how would you feel about it? Well, both I mean, you got kids, by the way. So how would you be feel? like, yo, no, nah, I want them to do it with me. Yeah. <laughs> but they, I don't want it. They don't do it with anyone else but me. That's it. Well, initially they gotta learn, like you know, especially when, like, especially drinking. Like, you don't want, like, think about it when what happened with drinking in you. Like, you know, when you were released out to the hounds into the world, how you started drinking because you were doing it behind your parents' backs and 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 kind of getting crazy and getting into trouble and probably drinking too much or probably drinking things that you weren't supposed to drink. 
Where if on the yeah, other hand, based off of Zima, you know, <laughs> but on the other hand, Never like, oh, I, I also, yeah, Zima, I, I drink like 10 of them and be like, what is this Sprite? Like yeah. what's happening here? I, I think you're just throwing up because you were drinking Zima, not because you were drunk. <laughs> it was the cool thing to drink. Clear beer. I mean, look it up, millennials. Look it up. Seriously. No, that was the shit, though. No lie. That was that was the shit. But, you know, I had also uncles that were like, taught me to drink on the side. So I was never a person that got crazy when that happened. But like, I know I know the stories because I know, you know, once they get released into the hounds, it's like they start abusing or whatever it is. So I would like my child, like if it's a thing where they're going to do it, Come to me. I'll tell you what I know. I'll explain what I know. And we'll go from there. You know, I, it's also a thing of like, if you, you know, you're a responsible person, like with drinking, you know, I'm going to keep using that example because everybody wants to throw that back, but that's legal. And some people, you know, drinking is probably more dangerous than, than, than weed is when it comes to certain aspects. So, you know, like, yeah, my, my, and Jerry's a, Jerry's a, like a, a traditionalist when it comes to that. Like he's, he's like the blacksmith of <laughs> weed rolling. You know what I mean? Like he's not doing all the new kids, the kids are doing now. He does it in the old school way. He rolls it at the old school. It's like looking at some, like, a, it's like looking at someone like in Williamsburg, Virginia, like, you know, one of the people from the, like making cigars and shit. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm loading a musket. Yeah. Just musket, like, <laughs> some civil war reenactment and shit. Uh, no, but so Frank, you were going to say something. No. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. no I, I, I got, I got a good friend of mine that wants to smoke with his daughter. She's, uh, she just turned nineteen, and uh, he smokes. And she started smoking, and he was like, "Yo, I want to smoke a blunt with my daughter." I was like, "Yo, a you're bake. crazy." A I was bake. like, "You're crazy." You're crazy? How I don't know. I, I don't. I, if they're of age, she's. A, I mean, basically, she's an adult. She's nineteen, and it's like if she ain't throwing her life. Like again, you have to see if it's being done moderately or if it's being abused. And that's what it all comes down to, to anything. And that could be, and that could not just be, we're not just talking about like drugs. We're talking about anything. That could be any activity. It could be exercising. It could be uh, uh, computer stuff. It could be whatever. Like if somebody's not doing something that they're doing it moderately, you got, it's got, you know what I mean? There's no balance. It's not going to be a healthy thing. You know, and as a parent, that it comes that to that in general. There's now, some things you can't, I don't think you, like, I feel like if they're going to discover something let them discover it. There's something you can't do. It's not gonna like, like you said, computers. I, I, son, you know what? Let's watch Pornhub together. <laughs> There's just no, some things that is like, all right, you're gonna experience it. Be smart with, with, with what I've taught you growing up. And right. hopefully you make the right decision where you don't go. Right, but that's what I'm saying. But, it. but what I'm saying And then is, maybe when you're in your like mid twenties, you know. But you what know. I'm saying is you teach your child to have moderation. You teach your child that life is everything about balance. You know, like that's basically what you do. You do this, this is why you're getting punished to do this. You have yeah. to do this to earn this. That's why you teach them like the merit system and how to earn things. And how, like that's part of, 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 of teaching your child things and you pass down your knowledge. And now again, if I was a drinker, it would probably be like, yo, I can't wait till my daughter, my son or whatever, the same thing, my daughter. But the thing is, because it's weed and it still has this stigma, this old stigma around it, you know, you're just going to feel a certain way about hearing about like, oh, that's like a, that's drugs or whatever. And, you know, it's not cocaine. It's not, you're not shooting heroin. Like you, if people are doing it socially, recreationally, then it's something that you could do socially and recreationally with your kid at a responsible age. Like when I'm not talking about like, yo, the kid is 13. You're like, yo, let me teach you the world of drugs before it catches you. No, from I'm talking- the master. Yeah, from the master. <laughs> Why you going in my stash again? You know, and, that type of shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, by the time your kids 
get older to that age. They're gonna be Rachel and Jerry. People. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be like Tic Tacs. Right. And we're responsible. We're responsible adults. Like that's what I'm saying. Like we're speak for yourself, Jerry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I should only well we're all gonna be we're all gonna be uh taking bath salts. You know? (laughs) It's inevitable. All right, wait, just to end, you know, uh going back to the parents, because the kid question was really good. Right. Would you wanna do it now with your parents knowing that you know you kind of you know, do this occasionally. Um, would you want to do it with them? You know, do you think there's any benefit for older people to experience it? I'm wow. asking quickly because Rachel's parents are way more fun than mine are. Because I would love to, smoke, I would love to smoke with your parents. Like that would be, <laughs> that would be great. I, but no, I would love to smoke my like you know my dad's too intense for that shit. But my mom's yeah no my mom's is funny as hell. I'll give us some CBD gummies. I'm gonna see how that goes. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, my mom is already chill. But it would be fun to smoke with my dad. And I'll oh my god! Yes. Two reasons. One, because you know I watched him smoking cigars with my brother a lot. I'm like, that's a really fun bonding experience that I'll never get to do with my dad because, well, in my eyes, you know, I'm a woman and I cannot smoke a cigar with my dad. But man. I would love to light a Philly with my dad. <laughs> I would love to, because you know what it would be like. Oh, 1945. Picture this, Brownsville, Brooklyn. Yogi Berra steps up to the plate. Like, you know, it'd be like all like crazy stories because my dad is very good with the detail in the stories. It could be a story about the most monotonous thing. Like, but then he throws in the detail or what his uncle Mickey did to that guy. And you're like, whoa. Where did that story come from? <laughs> he's, got the, he's got this voice when he's talking to you. He just captivates you. When he just, he just, he knows how to do the draw. These bartender wouldn't serve Jackie Robinson. So I spit in his face <laughs> and I left the bar and never came back. <laughs> oh you guys know him well. You've heard him say many speeches at many a uh, baby shower and <laughs> wedding and all that stuff. So imagine him high. Oh my God. But my mother, on the other hand, I don't, I don't think she's already kind of chill. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. She's probably like show me a side of her that I, uh, you know, I've never seen before. Let's go street. Let's go streaking. Come on, Rachel. <laughs> but speaking of fun activities to do with our friends, Jamie, you did some fun stuff with friends. Friends. Oh, here we go. Days. This was something I wish I was high for. Um, <laughs> I needed, I needed one edible. Mean? No, I love, I like it because I, you know, I like friends. I think I have a new appreciation for friends during the pandemic because they play, you know, they play the reruns all day and I've been working from home and like, I'm, you know, I, I'll end up seeing like four friends episodes a day just because it's on in the background, you know? Yeah. So I actually have a new appreciation for friends because I'm like, oh, friends is actually pretty funny. Like if you, you know, uh, look past all the whiteness, the whiteness. <laughs> If you look past the whiteness, the Wonder Bread whiteness, there there's some really funny jokes in it, right? It's a well-written show. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was called The Friends Experience. It's in New York City. Um, I'd rather go to the Living up. Single. Living what happened? I want to go to the Living Single Experience. I would some, love to yeah. do a Queen Latifah Living Single Experience. It's I think amazing. that's on uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard, um, <laughs> 137th Street. Sorry, I didn't mean uh, to interrupt you. So this was in Midtown. Yeah. This was yeah. in Midtown. Okay. Sorry. 
yo, I'm next. Yo, this is where Khadijah ate dinner. <laughs> um, but back to the friends one. Ironically enough, I've been avoiding my real friends during the COVID. But once this friends thing <laughs> opened up, I was like, I got to go see where Joey and Chandler lived. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> perk. Right now. <laughs> but I risked it. You know, it's dangerous to go out now. But, you know, um, you know. I'll be there for you as the theme songs. I, I think I changed it to, I'll be in intensive care for you. <laughs> um, because I'm, I was willing to risk everything. I'll be in ICU. Wow. Well, but Damn, look, you got a video too. Well, yeah, so it's like a mini museum, right? It has a lot of different, but it has pretty much all the, all the locations of, that you see oh, in Friends. The main you see episode. All the apartments. Right. You see Central Perk, the ghetto Central. Starbucks that they have in the show. The pivot uh, sofa. The pivot sofa. We took a picture yeah. of that. The you fountain. Know what I'm the right. fountain. I did a couple dance. So I did a video, like Frank said, we did like a funny video. I wanted to do like a fake Friends opening. So me and Fatima, we did, you know, we were, uh, you know, holding up the line a little bit because people were like waiting to use these things and we were just like no 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 one more shot one more shot <laughs> um Fatima just get me doing like the little like the Ross robot dance in the in the fountain sorry guys we'll be done in a minute you know what I mean um, <laughs> but um but you had to keep your masks on you know um so that was the only thing I think it, it, it was it was a fun time but we are still in the COVID age and and so you do get a little paranoid you're like oh chill let's wait till this person leaves because I don't want to be next to you know next to them when I do this, you know, when I look at the, you know, you don't want, you want to sit on the couch, but then you're like, did they clean this shit? I don't know. This last <laughs> thing this I don't know where they ass has been. Oh, butt juice. You know, this person that got look like they coughing in their, in their mask. I don't trust it. You know? <laughs> so, this is not my friends. <laughs> but no, it was, it was fun. And I definitely, you know, I recommend it if you're, if you're into the show friends, if you're not, Go to the go to the living single one and uh and oh snap <laughs> look for a, wait for a show that's more your speed. Um, for life though, I wish there was a little more of an urban angle. Like I'd love to see a Martin experience. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Word or family Word. matters experience. Ooh. I think I think animatronic a... Urkel. Yeah, did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I take a stoop. Just a, I just take a stoop for two two seven. Just a stoop. There's no place like home. I, I think you could combine Jack A. Ooh, Mary. I used to love her. <laughs> I think you combine all those shows because a lot of those shows have like what one or two sets that they, is, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Martin would just be like Martin and Gina's apartment. That's it. That was it. <laughs> That's true. The yeah. radio station, if you want to go back to the early season. <laughs> yeah. And when the security guard worked, all his characters, you know, the security guard mm -hmm. character, Shanene. Frank would be a good um, um, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank, what do you do? I mean, you ain't got a job. <laughs> I got, you know, don't do worry. Some, 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 you know. I do the work so on the side. I, I, got, I got a lot of things in the... I got a lot of things burning in the fire. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's funny. Well, who wanted to all those experiences? Because we even went to one together. Remember, you guys? We went to the SNL experience. That was yes. Dope. That reminded me of that. It was basically yeah. that. Um, they had the Wayne's World set up. They had the like they had all the costumes of all the big characters they've ever had. They had like a whole. They even had the scripts. That was what we were. Oh, the cue cards. We were looking at the cue cards yeah. for this. It was pretty amazing experience. 
That was yeah, one of the yeah, best yeah. nights of my life, you guys. Oh, absolutely. Top 10. It was hit. Like, we were, we were there, like, comedy took us to a place that other people were, like, you know, other people had to pay to go see that. Like, they were presenting that to us, and we were there as part of the whole experience. VIP, we were invited there when we signed on with the Mas Mejor Studio, Room 28. Right. Um, and we were one of the launch partners of their comedy hub, powered by Lorne Michaels. And they did this celebratory event, red carpet, at the SNL experience. Which, by the way, just to bring it back to the Latinos Out Loud podcast, is where I first met Daphne Rubin Vega. Word. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe you're here, but I love you. I, I know you from Rent. And then she's a former guest now of the Latinos Out Loud podcast and also a star of In the Heights coming out, which we're going to talk about later. Oh. And that was so, also the first time Jerry smoked with Horatio Sands. Oh my God, <laughs> stop it, but not the last. Then met <laughs> up a few weeks later, didn't you, to do a shoot? Yeah, right. exactly. We, yeah, we played his henchmen in an El Chapo sketch. An El Chapo sketch. Yeah, you have to look that up. I'm sure, he remembers that. that. Yeah, he, I'm <laughs> Frank, um, what about you? Are you getting some sleep, or have you slept over the weekend comfortably? Or I was messed this this whole week. I was messed up, man. I I took a job as a production manager, so I had to. I have a 16 oh. passenger van. And I couldn't find no parking in the city, so I was sleeping in a fucking van the whole three days. Are you Friday, Saturday, and Sunday it was fucking crazy. You just said on last week's episode that you want to live in a van, and you got to live in one, and yeah. you like it? Yeah, but it, I could. You, you right now with the COVID, there's no parking. They're like there's city bikes everywhere. All the restaurants are like all the restaurants are on the sidewalk. So right now you can't find parking, and then the parking lots won't take your van. Because of COVID, everybody's parking inside the parking lot. So I was like, damn, I couldn't find parking. So I just I just slept in a van for three days. Like under a bridge and shit? What happened? Like, around, around my way, man, I would park it like, you know, by a fire hydrant and just go to sleep. I couldn't find parking. So I just stayed three days in the freaking go to work, take the take the actual van, van to the to the site. And then afterwards, I just go around my way, look for parking, and I couldn't find anything. So I just slept in a van, man. It was wild. And, and what's your, like, report? Are you still interested in pursuing this life of living in a van or a bus, or are you done? I mean, I told you, if I do my own van, I would have, like, actually, a, a, I'll put a bathroom in there, amenities, everything. <laughs> yeah, so we'll hook it up, you know. But this was, like, a 16-passenger van with just the radio, you know, a little, a little bottle just in case I had to pee, you know, snacks man, all over the place. Man. I couldn't go nowhere. I had to stay in the van. There was equipment inside, props. So I hope the production was worth it. I hope the production was worth it. It was. It's all right. The money was good, but uh, it was a hard three days, man. My back is killing me, man. But it was fire. I've seen you. I've seen you have. I've seen you sleep like a you know like a baby on the floor floor of a a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) So don't tell me you couldn't sleep in that van. All right, (laughs) Jerry. Yeah. Jerry gave me some really good gummies that night. I said, <laughs> yeah, join the gummy club. Oh, my God. We went, to, we went out to, uh, to California. J- Jerry gave me these gummies, man. I, I swear to God, they were rehearsing. And I was sleeping in a room full of, like, 15 people while they were rehearsing. I just heard, like, fades, like, in my dreams, man. <laughs> oh, but we heard you. We heard you. Yeah, we're about to buy, like, a, a CPAP machine, like... That's when everybody's we're like, for, we were asking for CPAP that, machines in the in the dispensaries. 
it was a, such a funny sight just seeing like this hibernating bear in the corner of Jerry's <laughs> hotel room covered that's, in sheets. That's when everybody just looked at me like, oh, for real, yo, that's what you that's what you've been dealing with. I'm like, yo, bro, that's been all week. I had to learn. How to, like, <laughs> I brought soundproof uh, headphones. That's Jerry, right. sorry, man. I know I put you through a lot those days, man. I, I really apologize. That was like, like a stereo surround sound snor- snoring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's all family, man. You know how that goes, you know? But, now nah, that's funny. Uh, you got, I mean... <laughs> every day... That was at least one discussion point when we were sitting down to eat. It was like, so how was Frank snoring last night? <laughs> and they would fuck it up, right? Because I'd be like, yo, I got over it. Like, I'm like, yo, whatever. It's whatever, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we family. But these would be like, so was he louder last night? Or was it? I'm like, oh, all right, all right. And nobody offered you their room. No. Nobody was like, yo, you know what? <laughs> Frank can stay with me tonight. No, it was one of those things where it was like, yo, I'm going to go to Jerry's room and see if you, and then you go in and you hear the snow. You're like, yeah, nah, Jerry, I got to go back to my room. Uh, no, we rehearsed in the room up. with 15 people. He was snoring, bro. Like, he was, I was out, man. He was out. I was out, man. I was out. That was an experience, man. That was fun, man. That was great. It was so great. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Anyway, uh, speaking of great, great segue, uh, Bochita Bites. Hi. Hey. I've been waiting all day. Hey. I've been waiting all night. Hey. I've been waiting all day. Hey. Bochita. Hey. Bites. Hey. I've been waiting all day. Hey. I've been waiting all night. Hey. I've been waiting all day. Hey. Bochita. Hey. Bites. Hey. Hey. What up, y'all? Hey, Jerry. What's up, brother? What's going down? What you doing? Guys, I got a very important bochinche bite. Did you guys hear that breaking, also known as breakdancing, is becoming an Olympic sport? What? What? Wow. Yeah, for the 2024 Summer Games in Paris, um, it'll be... It'll finally be an official Olympic sport. You could win a gold medal for breakdancing. Wow. For electric worm doing, if you hit that electric worm just right and the Russian judge gives you a nine point something, you can, you can get a gold, you know, gold wow. medal. Wow. This is I'm crazy, mad. man. I'm mad I quit when I was six. I, I like was- the way he pop and lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would have been, at least been a coach by now. Like, you remind me of a young crazy legs <laughs> <laughs> in his prime. Right, is it- enter or what? Or is there like an age restriction? Or- no, 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 I used to I used to electric boogie back in the day. I'm pretty good still, man. Me um, too. I used to drop a cardboard, man, and oh. get to it. Yeah, you used to break dance too. Yeah, bro, on my head, my, I used to do the whole thing. Holy shit! Come on. I man. mean, look, I'm I'm sure now. I mean. Young kids are gonna start training for this shit, right? Like, you know, are we gonna see? But I want to know, like, you know, are are those the subway break dancers? Are they gonna use this to to get more, you know, um, to get more money? Is it gonna be like, yo, I'm trying to, yo, what's up, yo? I'm trying to get money so I can like try to get into the Olympics and shit. That you can spare to help me reach my Olympic dreams. Jimmy Smith, Jimmy Smith discovers I'm on the train. 
Yo, I know I be lighting them blunts, but I'm like trying to light that Olympic torch now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Why you dancing for change when you could change when you could dance for gold? Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, but now, if you can do like you know, you can do an Olympic sport like breaking. Um, in the subway, are, are we gonna see like pole vaulting and shit? Like, what the fuck? Is it gonna, uh, you know, are they gonna be uh, gymnastics now in the subway? Where it's like, oh, look at these Olympic hopefuls. What the fuck? All right, I'll give you, I'll give you a quarter. <laughs> Grand kid, you bother me. Imagine it's considered too urban to shut out. Showtime at the Olympics. I know, right? That'd be crazy. You can't say Showtime. <laughs> Where did you train? The A train. <laughs> But shout out to the Boogie Down Bronx. I mean, it was created in the Bronx. Right. And so it's a very New York thing. Um, shout out to Wastow, man. Shout out to Wastow, the first movie that showed Breaking, bro. My man, it's one of the four elements of hip hop. Do never, ever, ever, ever forget that. Breaking yeah. dancing. Um, this is, so this is, uh, this is the latest kind of new wave sport. That's what they're calling kind of these new wave sports that weren't always Olympic events. Um, and so the ones that are premiering, uh, in the next Olympics, not 2024, the one in Tokyo next summer, which was, should have been this summer is skateboarding, climbing and surfing. Those are all making their debuts. Surfing. Surfing. Yeah. Less street, less street than breakdancing. Oh, a bit more, a little bit more West coast stuff, a little point breakish. Climbing. That's um, an interesting one. Did you say climbing? Climbing. Yeah, like climbing what? Like, oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming mountains. I don't know the fuck there. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Fire escapes from police. I know, right? Buildings. <laughs> uh, obstacles that put before them. What about your career? What if I just want to climb in my career? Can I enter? Can I be like, I'm here to climb? As a podcaster, no, that doesn't work. It's not an Olympic sport. That's podcasting, but having said that, podcasting, twenty twenty eight. Let's go. I don't know where it's gonna be in twenty twenty eight, but maybe they could, that that could be in there. You know, mm. a bunch of people talking shit for like an hour <laughs> with mics, with very good mics. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, the next bite. Uh, HBO oh, Max. Bite me. Bite me. Bite, bite me. me. <laughs> I don't know when Jerry says it. It's creepy. Uh, HBO Max, which is kind of like the Netflix, yeah. HBO's version of Netflix, streaming service. Yeah. They announced that Warner Brothers, all Warner Brothers 2021 movies, I'm talking, these are like big blockbuster movies. They're going to be premiering both in theaters, where the cities that have theaters, on the same day, they're also going to premiere on HBO Max. So you can literally see all these movies in your home the day they re are released for 2021. And I'm not talking little movies. I'm talking like Wonder Woman already coming at Christmas, right? You can see that at home once it comes out. Um, Godzilla versus King Kong. You can see that first day. These are like big movies. Oh, Jamie, hold on. You can see the movie in the theater and then go see the rerun in your house? No, well, yeah, the same day it'll premiere in a theater, but it'll also, if you have HBO Max, you can just see it at home. Wow. So this might be the death of movie theaters, right? Right. Yeah, you can't uh, eat mango in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, you can see, I could watch the next, Ma Ma next Matrix movie, which is another movie from Warner Brothers coming out next year. I could see that at my house. I don't have to go, you know? I feel like we took one of the red or blue pills this year. <laughs> right. We took the wrong pill this year, but right. having said that... <laughs> 
this, you know, and the reason I even bring it up is In the Heights, which has been delayed for a long ass time, it was supposed to come out last summer, is actually going to be premiering on HBO Max Ooh. June 18th, my birthday. Hey. Jamie? So let me know. Jamie, maybe we get some tickets, man, and we celebrate your birthday at the actual theater that it's going to be premiering at. Oh, no, I'm going to stay home and watch that shit. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you hear what I said? I don't have to, we don't have to go out. I have HBO Max. I can watch it at home. Although, I don't know, the heights has changed a lot in the two years that was filmed. <laughs> They're going to have to call that shit Yellow Zone. <laughs> Anybody will bring the people out. It's Lin-Manuel Miranda. He does, and you know, the world does whatever he says. He's like our Oprah. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know, some of those dancing, some of those dancing uh, scenes in the heights now, Cuomo will have you arrested if, you know, if <laughs> you go over the limit. Uh, yeah, there's more than 10 people here, guys. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> this is dangerous. <laughs> I'm thinking, but what do you guys think about that, about how people are feeling like that's the end of, like, that's the death of, of like, cinema? Like, Well, I mean, like, I'm, I think always people are going to love movies. Like, they're going to miss movies. I already miss movie theaters. I miss the smell of, like, popcorn and I miss, you know, having to shush people who are talking at the screen. You know, I miss shit like that, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I miss the overpriced. Like, there's certain things that, like, it's, it was outdating itself on its own. Like, we're getting, like, these curved televisions. Yo, you want a big screen experience. Just put your chair in front of one of these 60-inch TVs. It's the same thing. Because at least you don't have to, like, hold your neck up like you do in a theater. Then you're, like, you don't, you have to share a room with strangers. The popcorn is overpriced. Soda's overpriced. Tickets are overpriced. And you well, want no, to take you don't do it. Come on, Jerry. You know we do the pharmacy. We do the pharmacy run before we go. Dwayne Reed. We get all our <laughs> snacks. Put them in our pockets, and then we got our shit. Right. I know this is my legal side talking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is like if you were to do it by the books. You know what I'm saying? You take your whole family out. That's more than a hundred dollars for a movie. Yeah. Where, yeah. Wow. If you rent it for eleven ninety-nine or twenty, listen. Even if you rent it for. $40 at your house, overpriced movie, you're still saving $60 and you're in your house and the kids can scream, you can pause it, you can be like, yo, I didn't understand what the fuck you just said, rewind the shit, you're at home and you're watching the shit in your underwear. So, I mean, I, as much as I love cinema and all that, yeah, it's great. At the end of the day, I think sometimes, like, I think the, the cinema of experience has been brought home with the, the sound speakers and all this other stuff, like, I don't know. As long as you watch it, I think the important thing is that you watch it. I think just people just consume it, however you're going to consume it. I could definitely hear my neighbor's sound speaker. He definitely brought the in-theater experience right. in his goddamn apartment. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing now. People are going to judge you. The, more, the less movie theaters are going to be a reality, more people are going to judge you for your TV situation. They're going to be like, right. is this 4K? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. At least HDR. I mean, what am I watching here? This is Where? regular HD? I'm out of here. I got to go. Where? your Sonos speakers. Like, where? <laughs> I'm out of here. Bye. No Sonos, no me. <laughs> Why does your TV have a hunchback? What the fuck is this? <laughs> How old is this? <laughs> Did you buy this at a flea market? I don't... And Jerry, why are you only wearing underwear? What the fuck? Two prerequisites in this friendship, okay? I need a smart friend and a smart friend who has a smart TV, okay? <laughs> Bye! Frank, before we end this, do you have any friends that ha are gonna... I feel like uh, the DL... Movie theaters are gonna pop up. Underground movie theaters, you know. I mean, boys be like, "Yo, come through, yo! I got this like huge ass cinema cinema thing going on. 
it's you know, you know. I mean, back in the days, the movie theaters was like to smoke weed and like, you could make out with girls. Like I, I like the movie theaters. That's a cheap place to take a girl and like make out with her, feel her up. You feel me? Like that shit is gone now. Like I'm missing that. You know, fifty bucks, little popcorn, you know, squeeze, little make out session. I was good. Nah, I was a nerd though. I was like, I was like, I didn't want to miss the movie and shit. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, no, 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 Darth Vader's coming out. What? I can't make. We can't make out right now. Frank, here's just a note for you guys. Here's a note from the wise. Like, we don't want buttery fingers up our throat at the movie theater. Just letting you know that that causes a yeast infection. So just be considerate, okay? Be kind and rewind, okay? Just remember that. Wow. (laughs) And on that note, that's the. I think we have to end it now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Once I'm at the the gear to the pool, I said, yeah. Like queen. It's, it's buttery buttery fingering. You ha- always have to end it on the buttery uh, buttery fingering uh, statement. Um, that's the bites for this week. Thanks, guys. Right. Time for Frank Spiracy News, people. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hi, Frank. Hi, Frank. Hello, everyone. Hello, hey, Jerry. What up? Very nice to have you today, Jerry. Thank you for that. Thank you, Frank. And that's why I'm here right now, because of this segment right now. I don't wow. care that I offend my lifelong friends, and I tell them that this is my favorite segment. Go ahead. Continue. Stay so and it's an Jerry. honor to be here. An honor to be here. Well, Jerry, you're here on the perfect date, because this may be perhaps one of my biggest uh, fake news segments ever. We need wow. some kind of sound effect inserted here because that's a big statement. Yeah, oh, guys, I mean, two weeks ago, you you know, I, I let this out that there might be a blackout happening in a few weeks in our country. Chill. And today I'm going to divulge why we're going to have it and when, on what date. I'm giving you a specific date. <laughs> guys, this is going to be, this, this is going to be like, this is going to be a world event they're saying, Okay. There's like I, I told you guys, this is the year of 2020. This is the great, the year of perfect vision, guys. Everyone is going to see this. They call this the great solar event. They call this the great conjunction, which means the new beginning. They call this the great cosmic alignment. Guys, they call this the great shift. Guys, I know you've heard this. They call this the great reset. Yes. I just sharded. I just sharded. You resharded? Guys. Yeah, I'm sure. Guys, here it goes. I'm going to give you the date. December 21st, 2020. It's all ones and twos, guys. Something huge is happening. The planet Saturn, which I talked about in the 100th episode, guys, and the planet Jupiter are going to be the closest to each other in recorded history, guys. And this is happening, guys, on December 21st, which is the winter solstice. Yes, which yes. is the rise of our, the sun, so to speak. And Rachel, hear this out. This is happening for the first time in 800 years, Rachel. Doctor, you were around for the first one. Tell us, what, what's the difference oh, here? Oh, oh, wow. Rachel, remember I told you about the number eight, right? This is huge. Yes, 888. Eight, eight. That's right. my favorite number. Right. Really, wow, that's amazing, Jerry. And guys, this is weird. This coincides with the Mayan calendar, okay? which they predicted, really, at the end of the day, 2020 is supposed to be 2012, guys, okay? 
And this cosmic phenomenon is going to be seen all over the world. And Rachel, if you take 2020 and you deduct 2012, it comes out to eight. <gasps> I could do that math. I just did it in my head. You're right. right. It's eight. But guys, I don't want to scare you, okay? Because this this is going to be a new Too beginning. Late. Late. Yeah, yeah. This wow. this is this is going to be a good thing. They're saying that uh, from the Rory Bellis, what you're seeing right now behind me, the the Borealis. Yes, that thing right there. They call this the Garden of Eden. They're saying that something huge is going to happen from here, which is the North Pole, and it's going to spread all over the Earth, and you're going to perhaps see what you're seeing behind me right now throughout everywhere. Yes, the northern lights, okay? And they're saying that this age is called the age of Aquarius, the age of love, the age of bliss, okay? And beautiful Ooh. things will be happening. There is a song called The Age of Aquarius by... Yes. By this the is the dawning on the age you go. of Aquarius. Right. We don't own the rights. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Right, guys. And you were really off key there, there, Jerry. Yeah, guys, they're saying on those dates that you should eat light. You shouldn't have too many heavy metals. And, you know, you should eat very light because there's going Wait, to be a lot of energy. Metal? What do you mean? Yeah. No, we, don't, we can't like eat heavy metals? Yeah, yeah, stay away, yeah, stay away from meats. Yeah. Right, Jerry. Oh, okay. And shredded steel. Right. Damn, really? Because yeah. I love a good shredded steel stew. Right. And, guys, this is it keeps on going. Even the even the like religious people are really into this. I'm gonna tell you why. In scriptures, okay, uh, the seven trumpets. I, I know you know about this, Jamie. You went to Catholic school, so maybe you can help me here. Me okay. too. Me too. Oh, you too. Maybe yeah. you guys remember about the seven trumpets, the sound off before the return of the sun. I didn't really pay attention a lot in class. <laughs> okay. Point your ass. Well, guys, the first trumpet was sounded off in 2013. Obviously, the second one, 2014, then 2015, 16, 17, 18. The seventh trumpet was on the 20th, 19. Right now, 2020, Rachel, the eighth trumpet is this year. Wait, I'm so lost. There's trumps, there's trumpets. What? Yes, this is like a scripture eighth thing. Year. Eight. Right. Oh, back to eight again. Eight. Yes, and seven, eight, nine. Right. And guys, get ready for this. This I is the last. Get ready. You hear the word Trump, Pence? Who, who, is the, who is the vice president? Pence, right? So Trump, Pence, get it? Guys, the religious... Oh, Trump, Pence. Oh, get it? Wow, this is guys, like the end on. of the suspects. This is guys, like when I found out who Kaiser Soze was. Guys, this is real. This is real. This, I mean, the religious people are really, really in on this. And guys, I'm going to leave you off with this right now. The date of 12-21-2020, okay? And the, the next day that we're going to see our new president will be on January, which is 01-21-2021, guys. Oh. Well, I have news for you, Frank. We'll be recording this podcast on 12-21-20. No! Are you serious? It's in two Mondays from now. So what are we doing? That's my question. Oh, oh shit. Can we come in like toga and bring our crystals? Like, what do we do? Wow. Wow. Should it be from a bunker? No, Jerry, they're saying nice things are going to happen. They're trying to scare oh, nice us. Thing. Nice thing. Right. They say, look, by the way, guys, they, uh, you know, government's going to say that there was a blackout, that there was probably like, you know, a terrorist attack, you know, the same old stuff, uh, country attacked, blah, blah, blah. 
But at the end of the day, is this Aurora Bellis that's really acting up and it's going to spew. And guys, listen to this. They're saying that those chemicals, we need to breathe them in because they're going to help us ascend to that next level. And they may have mutant powers and give us certain type of abilities if we smell this gas going throughout the whole world. I'm going to go. So I got to like stand outside like the Empire State Building. Right. Well, what they're going to do is they're going to do a lockdown so you don't smell it. And they're going to probably put us inside, you know, so we don't see it. They're going to be spraying a lot of chemtrails also. So you don't see the lot. You're going to be able to see the planets and certain moons from certain planets. It's going to be something else, guys. I got to get my kid that telescope. It's really not for him. It's for me, but I'm going to get it for him, for me. Well, guys, um, 2021 is going to be huge i can't wait to the 21st of december guys and we're going to be on air i love it i can't wait this is the fake news for today thank you so much everyone time for Keloke. So I'm going to pass the mic to our favorite guest co-host of the week, Jerry Diaz. Sup, Elmo? What's up? I want to give a shout out to our friends at Uptown Collective. Listen up, Familia. You have until December 31st, 2020 to check out Go Vida. Homage to victims of the pandemic at the Morris Journal Mansion. Go Vida is the creation of internationally recognized artist Andrea Arroyo as an artistic tribute to the victims of COVID-19 pandemic. Go Vida answers the, honors the people who have passed away from the virus, acknowledges the resilience of our community, and recognizes the courage of essential workers still on the front lines. Ribbons incorporated into the piece feature the names of pandemic victims submitted by the public for the inclusion in the living memorial, which will continue to expand as more names are received. So shout out to them. And where could people find you, yo, and all the yeah. stuff that you're working on? Bodega of, course, you can, of course, you can give me a shout out over at El Modifoca at all the uh, socials. Follow my podcast, Men on Pause. And uh, you know what? Mad love. Thank you guys always for showing us love. And really quick, shout out, rest in peace to Miguel Algarín. I was a poet at one day. He gave us mm. a voice out mm. there. All these poets out here in New York, we all know. We, we thank you for pioneering and opening the door and letting us perform there and do our thing. We had comedy shows there. We had, I've done a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's most definitely. So, yeah, thank you again. Rest in peace to me. Thank you one again. Yeah, one of the like highlights of my career back in the day was when I first performed on the stage of the New Yorican Poets Cafe. Because to us, it's like the Latino Apollo. You know, it's yeah, it's small in size, but it's massive in impact. Mm. And a lot of our friends have come out of there, La Bruja, like a lot of prized poets, Mariposa, and you know that that's it's a cultural institution for Latinos here in New and, York. And I mean, not to cut you off, and comedy, you know. New, the the New Yorican uh, I forgot what the the sketch comedy team it, it passes me right now New Yorican rules New Yorican rules you know our homie Mark Vieira the, all those guys and and of course RIP you know who you know what I'm saying they all held it down and they were one of these people that first started and that was a place for them to do it you know and I mean Jamie saw me win some poetry things. yeah I was gonna say that you, you know I literally just saw him 
just be like, I'm gonna go up and do something real quick. And then he I went and then he won the award. Like, he won the award of the contest. Yeah, yeah, I walked into the place with no intentions of it. And like, you know, it's just one of those things that you just kind of like jump in and do. And I ended up winning like one wow. category. Yeah. So thanks. That was a long ass hello. I like <laughs> to think I helped. I, I, I motivated. You did, you did. You inspired me to go up there. Y'all pushed me to go up there. Yeah. And look, like, like the put it, like what Rachel said, like the, um, uh, the Puerto Rican Poets Cafe, Jerry is also small in size, but <laughs> massive. massive impact. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> okay, guys, um, let me do my Keloke, uh, and we're going to start it with Yero, of course. Much love to our peoples at Yero.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. Okay, peeps, with COVID raging, we know this year's Navidad is going to be different, but there are still ways to keep the cultura alive. From Zooming Nochebuena to Homebrew Coquito, wink, wink, Rachel. Visit Yero.com to learn how you can keep up with your Latino traditions during quarantine. All right? Yero's always looking out for you guys. Um, And also, if you want to follow me, stalk me, Jay Ferns at Instagram, Jay underscore Ferns at Twitter. Yes. Well, not much for me. Just please follow me at Rachel La Loca. The fitness journey continues. Um, Thanks for all the advice from everybody out there, friends, from telling me how to fitness pose because I'm not very good at it, uh, to just giving me some tips on how not to break my back. Um, And I'm going to pass the mic over to Frank because we want to talk about something a little more somber, but also impactful. Um, guys, today I'm going to give my keloke to Mr. Kenny Ortega, who unfortunately passed away a few days ago from COVID. I didn't know who he was personally, but I saw a huge outpouring of love for him on, uh, from the comedy uh, community. Um, maybe you guys could fill in on who this guy is. This guy had a lot of love from a lot of people. Yeah, well, I mean, we were certainly touched, you know, being a part of the comedy community here in New York and having rolled up at some of the same places as Kenny, you just kind of get to know each other. And like Kenny was always, in my experience and from my viewpoint, he was always pushing us, you know, in the, in the right way, in the right direction. Um, he interacted with, I know, a lot of stand-up friends of ours, but like even in the sketch community, he came to our shows. He supported us. Uh, I was on air talent with him back in the day on Urban Latino Radio over 10 years ago. So, yeah, we, we saw each other a lot. And then he was a finalist last year in the HBO Entrenos stand-up competition that Vago, myself, and Angelo Lozada were judges in. And it's just one of those things, man, like, you know, rest in peace to Kenny and to his family, we're certainly thinking of you. Um, and to everybody who's out there fighting the fight with COVID still, whether it's you yourself or with a loved one, this shit is still real, bro. Mm. It's still like affecting us and impacting us. I don't know if you guys want to add anything, but I certainly um, want to send some love out to Kenny, who's in heaven right now, listening to us. Shout, I mean, shout out. I mean, if you do come, I want to I, I wanna just bunny hop right on top of what you say because everything is 100% what you just said there. And if you do comedy in New York, being a Latino, and, and you know what? Even just if you're doing comedy in New York 
and you're in that world, you were to cross paths with that guy. You had to cross paths with that guy. And he, and then if you were in the stand-up world, he was one of the pillars that you definitely had to cross by. And the thing about that guy was like, anytime I saw him, he was always mentoring somebody. He was always trying to help somebody out. I know he helps out somebody that we really knew that was, that was trying to do the same thing, doing, trying to do stand-up. And you just hear positive things. And like, you just hear like, oh, you know, maybe they weren't big, but I know his, his improv, he did crowd work, his crowd work and his improv hosting stuff. It takes a special skill. And I know, again, I respect that world because, you know, stand-up is its own beast. And he was one of the good ones to do it. So, you know, just rest in peace. I know he touched a lot of people. I, I didn't get to work with him like that, but he always supported and he was always a good guy when, you, when, when I saw him. So, yeah, rest in peace. And, you know, my condolences to his family and friends, anybody that he touched. And, right. Rachel, you mentioned Angelo. You know, that was another, yeah. you know, New York City Latino comedian that, you know, may not have been a household name, you know, you know, but the people that knew and like knew them and, you know, been to their shows and, you know, know how funny they are, uh, know that these guys are, you know, irreplaceable, like, you know, they're, they're, they're um, titans of their industry, which is stand up in this case. Um, but, um, and these are the guys that influence a lot of the people you do know that you've heard of, you know, the people that make it big, they, they're the ones, you know, on, on social media, you know, saying like, these guys really inspire me or these guys really like, um, you know, every time they did a show, they made me laugh. So definitely, you know, and stand up is going through a tough time right now with COVID, especially in New York City. Yeah. So this reminds you that we do, we should value our, our, our stand up uh, performers and, um, and especially these Latino performers, um, you know, because they're like, uh, forces of nature there and this guy was you know he has so much love given to him online like he was a good guy too you could tell nope. so, you know rest in peace rest in peace and we love you well on that note let's continue to love each other praise the word keep positive keep the faith we're here for you guys you know as a podcast we're always going to talk about the things that affect us whether they're funny or not um and I, I hate to end on such a somber note, but it's it's sad, bro. It's I'm sorry. It's like <laughs> I hated yeah. getting that text message. I'm like, no, yeah. no, are we here again? What the fuck? You yeah. gotta be kidding me. Like the comedy world is really taking a hit here in New York City. You know what I'm saying? So like I just wanna say I love you guys so much. I yeah. love it. Too. Love you too, Rachel. When we come together, you, we, it's, it's it's like a real escape. I mean, personally speaking, it's so needed, and I, mean, I just hope that we provide that same kind of escape to others out there listening too. Thank you, thank you for having me on again. You know, usually when you're going through your roughest, you need your friends and stuff like that. And these times, these these holidays and stuff could be. It's not the same for everybody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean the same thing for everybody. So reach out to people you know. Reach out to people you love and go, you know, just appreciate it. Appreciate your time. There's a lot of people you can't appreciate or you wish you could tell them you appreciate them. So, and I appreciate you guys and I appreciate this motherfucking podcast. Oh, so one love, brother. One love. Yeah, I love you guys. Um, On that yeah. note, I'm not going to yell it out. I'm just not. I don't feel like yelling. On that note, we're out. <laughs> <laughs>
There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.